Welcome to Mastering La Vida, your podcast review. I'm your host, Sue. Have you ever wondered if it is true? If what everybody's telling you about yoga, meditation, spirituality, and parenthood really work? If you have desired to improve your life, to learn how to change the things that no longer serve you, to find purpose by self-improvement, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, you and I will go on an adventure to find how to master our lives. I'll try what experts are doing to transform their lives. You will be getting a very honest review. So join me on this journey because we only live once. But if we do it right, once is enough. This podcast will be hosted in English and Spanish in separate episodes. Hi everyone, my name is Sue. I'm 35 years old. I live in Texas. Before I start, I want to mention that English is my second language and that I will be also providing this podcast in Spanish every week. So I really wanted to explain what is the podcast about. So Um, I wanted to do a podcast, but I didn't want it to be just for me to be talking about things that most of the people know or that if you really want to do a search, you can just go ahead and search on the internet for the answers, you know. I wanted to do this podcast more of a review, kind of like when you want to purchase a product and the first thing you do is you go to YouTube and you search like what will be the best iron for my hair and I thought about it and I was like yeah there's no podcast really that gives you reviews like honest review of people trying things so I came up with the idea of um trying an experiment thing kind of like a lab <laughs> of a spirituality ment mentally um, physical too also some exercises you know anything that you guys will like me to try as well don't go crazy on that <laughs> don't go crazy but we can um, take suggestions for anything that is being going through your head and you have doubts or you're like oh I don't have time to do that you know so I will create a time <laughs> to do it and then I'll be coming back and providing um, feedback on how everything went basically and if I decided to stick to whatever it is that I'm trying or if I just don't consider that it will be something fulfilling in my life to give you an example one of the things that I will be very interested in is in meditation is something I started um, about I'll say a year ago In, in between lapses, you know, because it was like baby steps at the beginning. But I will be giving my reviews um, on every single meditation I have tried. And I will let you guys know what the experts are saying and all the good stuff. And, and what things doesn't work for me as well. As everybody knows, not everything is going to work for you. So obviously, you will probably have to decide if you want to give it a try. But... As I said, this will be very honest reviews coming from me. And I just hope that you guys um, enjoy the podcast, which is mainly what I made it for. 
um, a little bit about me because um, this is the chapter of introduction. Basically, that's what I wrote here on my computer. So I did wanted to tell you guys a little bit about my story. Um, so you guys have an idea of where I come from and why did I decided to go on trying things to just experiment with my life and change the things that I didn't like about me anymore. <laughs> you will think that at 35 years old, you pretty set up, but I don't think you will never stop learning and changing. I just wanted to start um, and give you guys a heads up of what is it that I'm going to be talking about. Um, I was born and raised in Central America. Like a big majority of people, I also struggle growing up. And I don't feel like there's nothing wrong by saying the word struggle because that's just empowered that you at certain time of your life were passing through a rough time and you choose overcome that and you became something better. You know, you made evolution of yourself and there's nothing wrong with that. You got to go through the rough periods of life so you can come out and be all good or still you know try to fix everything that is not done I grew up in a very bad neighborhood and when I say very bad I'm being very honest with you <laughs> this was like drugs thieves um, there was people eating trash and it's gonna sound really bad but I still have memories of that when I was a kid and I would just go in the window because I live on a third floor in a building and I would go down and just kind of like point my view towards the trash and I would literally will see someone eating trash, like digging out of the trash. And I was like, that was such an impacted moment for me because that was just sticking to my heart, into my mind, sorry. And, and it will be there. Like I can, it's like a flashback. I can throw it back and I can close my eyes and totally see it. And it makes such a huge impact because obviously I asked, why is this person eating trash, <laughs> right? Because you're a kid and you don't understand this thing. So once my, my mom and my grandma explained to me that, you know, drugs are very bad for you. And if you abuse it, then you that's basically how you're going to end up in life. I was like, oh, okay, I'm never doing this. You know, I was like, so every time when I was younger, growing up as a teenager and people like offering me things and stuff like I was always like into a refuse kind of motion like I will never ever do that like never it made a huge impact and and I will say I was grateful for that for not being into the addiction part because I've seen addiction in my family like close family as well so I know I know how rough life can get once you go into that direction so yeah, <laughs> I still remember the people eating the trash. I do come from a single mother. I don't know who my dad is. And I don't think at this moment I will never get to know that. Um, I did try to do a DNA test and I tried to find more information about him. I know he was from Colombia and, you know, he was not into... I don't know, like, I don't really have a lot of information about it, but uh, he was not from the country for where I was born. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one out there with the struggle of, oh, I don't know who my dad is, or I don't know who my mom is. You know, I don't know where I come from. I think it's all in, it's, it's in all of us when I said that um, we have that question mark. I have an aunt and she was once like, but why do you want to know? I mean, you have a family. 
it doesn't matter. It's not going to make any difference if you know who he is or whatever. And what about if it's someone really bad, like a drug dealer or something like that? Because, you know, they're always going to scare you saying those things. And I was like, I just have this question. It's just I can't get it off of my head. Just like, oh, it's okay. You know, I just and maybe I will never know. But at least I know that I'll try. I'll try to know or I try to get to know a little more about my past, about who was that person, basically. My grandma is a big chapter in my life, right? She was very responsible, very strict. And the reason why I started with my grandma <laughs> is because she was like my second mom or maybe that dad I didn't have. She was super strict. She was um, very responsible in the sense that she would pay the bills in the house. She would work late at night, sewing clothes and cooking food. Sometimes, you know, trying to sell a raffle to go buy food. I struggle. Like, it wasn't a joke, you know. I didn't have all the things my kids have now, which is, which is a good thing. You know, you always want to or try to offer your kids a better life of what you have when you were younger or you want better things for them right but um my mom my mom (laughs) my mom was a sweet person nice everyone loved her but she was so irresponsible and my grandma was the one putting on the the face for all of us me my sister and my brother so I have big kudos for her even though she didn't give us much love she gave us a roof and food and all that stuff so that was when I was little I didn't understand that I always look at her as like the bad guy of the movie but as when I was a teenager in an adult life I realized everything that she did for me and I just love my grandma I just try to think about all the good things that she did for us and not think about you know the punishments or whatever else that it was in there, you know, because she, she got a lot of drama with the family, with my mom, and she got to handle all that. So sometimes you, you just do the best you can and pray to God that things go well. So at four years old, I suffered an accident. You know, me and my sister playing with an elastic belt. And when she let go of it, the buckle of the belt came right into my right eye. I don't really have like a photographic memory, so I cannot remember everything. I do remember my grandma trying to like cover my eye and putting like some water into it. They rushed me to the hospital and obviously I end up getting surgeries. There was a very wealthy doctor who feel compassion about my situation and three surgeries. I had around three surgeries to try to keep my eye. Obviously, I lost. It was like 90% of my side on that eye was gone. Good thing is that I wasn't able to control my eye when I was little. Like, it moved everywhere. It was really annoying. And, like, as I grew older, I don't know how that got that got fixed. And every time I went to the doctor, like, because one of my cousins, she's super nice. She tried to take me to one of those doctors in Florida to try to see if they could uh, correct my eyes. And, like, the only chance was you need to get just a fake eye. And I was like, why would I want a fake eye? I have this one. Am I going to see through the other one? No. Then I don't need watches. Keep this one. Might as well. So the left eye 
took responsibility for the both of them and he showed up with that 2020 vision like super deep chart <laughs> so I was pretty happy and content about that and I'm very grateful to my left eye for keeping up the, the good thing about this is the more I think about my childhood and all the traumas that I had, I I never grew up thinking that I had a disability. I never thought of me less. I never thought that that something was wrong with me. For whatever reason that accident happened to me, it did not make me weak. I grew up strong and damn, like I had this strong character up to today. <laughs> I was very determined, you know, as any other, um, I wouldn't say any other, but as most of kids, I was happy and I did had some struggles with some bullying at school to the point where I had to, you know, stand up for myself and hit that boy in the eye as well. And, you know, when you get home, you were, they were like, oh, he deserved it. <laughs> so back in those days, it was a little different of what we call bullying these days. Um, those days were like, you better stand up for yourself because if you don't bend, they're always going to bully you. So I come from that and I try to change that because <laughs> I, I can't tell my kids that these days. I, I can't tell like, baby, get ready because if someone come here, you're going to hit them back. You're going to hit them back. You're going to hit that back. <laughs> I can't do it. It's just not me to say those things. But, you know, everybody knows how to raise their kids you know know and do like it's inside of you you just feel what things are right for your family and for yourself because we deep inside we know the things that we don't like about ourselves i was very independent found myself a job at 17 and i was basically moving and living out of my house very young although i never suffered from anxiety or stress or anything because up to today i have never had to take any pills for anxiety, stress, or anything. And and I am so glad to say that because right now, everywhere in the world, the more that I talk to people, the more that I see that people are struggling with so many problems. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's really concerning. Like, how are we living in a world where we have to be medicated for everything? It's, it's crazy. My family didn't have money we were not like wealthy as you know we we're living in that bad neighborhood but I did have family that had some money so when I was little I would question myself like damn what what I didn't why wasn't born my aunt's side like that would be cool <laughs> to have everything my cousins are doing and having like damn <laughs> but as I grow older, I am very grateful for everything I went through because I feel like that is who made me who I am today and I wouldn't change a thing. And I said that very deeply and honestly. I wouldn't change it. Let's talk about how I was raised also because I think this is a big part. I, I struggle in this and this is one of the things that I will be talking about in the episodes. I grew up to be Catholic I, I really didn't pay attention to religion when I was little. I grew up in, uh, I went to Catholic school. Don't ask me. I went to Catholic school and I didn't learn anything in, about religion, mostly about just the Bible and things like that. I don't, for me, that is not spirituality. For me, that's not being a spiritual person. And I have a lot of, I wouldn't call them issues, but discrepancies about 
what other people think about religions. So I think for me, religions mostly is meant to divide us instead of unite us. And religions should have the power to unite people, not to not to divide them. And every time you try to put your religion in front of someone else, you're you're trying to divide. And that's not right. I don't feel that is right. And that's one of the reasons why Catholicism is um I wouldn't change my religion, but I don't agree a hundred percent with the things that um, are done or say by the people in my church. So I have, yeah, I have a lot of concerns about that, and I try to study more about being spiritual and not focus on what kind of religion am I doing. It just doesn't work for me anymore that way. I got pregnant at twenty-eight. And the father decided he didn't want to be responsible. So I took full responsibility and brought a child into this world. You'll think that at 28, I have waited a long time. And that will prepare me to be a mother. But that wasn't the case. I think I was just not prepared as a 15-year-old. To be honest with you. I, I just I was too independently, but too to myself. I was not really ready to be a mother that's the truth but things change I have a very strong character and that's another thing that I've been doing with meditation to try to control those bad things about myself and try to improve try to change to get to the good things you know truth having a more mellow character not saying that I will change who I am the sense of me is it's more about how do you react certain to certain things or certain problems that is what I'm trying to change I don't want to be that type of person who is screaming who is fighting who is I think there's better way to come across problems and finding solutions that actually fighting and just just going into the wall this way I can't stand when I'm in the car and there's this person and he's coming and trying to pass me and like it gives me this dirty look and I'm like dude really like I'm just driving I'm going at the speed what is your problem and people is so angry when they drive angry like angry be angry it annoys me I, I feel like rolling down the window and call him and invite him for a meditation <laughs> Not that he's going to stick his finger out of me or something like that. But that's just honestly how I feel. I'm like, why do we have to be so angry? Chill out. Put some good music and enjoy the ride. You're probably just driving to work or going back home. You know, why do we just have to keep fighting with everyone in the streets? It's ridiculous. Think about it. It's ridiculous. But we do it. We still do it. And sometimes I do it too. Sometimes I get annoyed. I'm like, why is this guy going so slow? What's wrong? You know, and then you, then your conscience come back, and you're like, "Why are you, why are you trying to ask this when you've been in the position that person is at?" You know, a little more compassion goes a long way, <laughs> goes a long, long, long way. So Latina, so you know, I already said I'm from Central America, so that will represent a Latina character, very strong and very problematic for what I have here and other people referring to us. The Latinas are all that way. 
And that is just a saying. That is not true at all. You know, Latinas are very passionate. They're very loving people. We have a lot of good things. But we're just people at the end. We don't. I don't like when people try to divide us by religions or you're from this country or you're this or you're that. You know, why can't we just start seeing people for what we are? We are people. That's all, okay? And we're all different. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter who your fathers are, who your grandfathers are, who you marry, who are your kids. It doesn't matter. We're all people. The day we start seeing each other as just people and we start being more compassionate to one another, I think that will be the day that we'll probably see a light. I don't want to make this podcast super long and I love talking so I know I can go on forever so people can change and that's one of the reasons I took the decision to start a podcast to tell you guys a little bit of what attracted me to become a new person and I'm not referring just like oh my god she's changing who she is no I'm referring to more of a spiritual alignment, to finding your purpose, to doing this kind of things. These are the kind of things I'm changing. My personality will always be the same. I'm a dancer. I love to watch comedy. I I enjoy movies. I Those things will never change. My persona will never change. What is going to change are the bad things, the screaming, the... <laughs> problematic sometimes the fighter oh, I have fire in me when I was growing up lots of fire anyway I got married to a military soldier and now we are a family of six counting our two kids we have a dog and we have a fish yes that was the new one the fish that's my youngest he turned five last year and he asked his dad for a fish because he wanted a pet he sometimes he forget to feed the fish but we're trying to create responsibility on him so about a year ago I started doing uber you know my husband was not really a fan of this job at all and it's not because he's a controlling person he's the most chill guy you ever met it was more because um, there were a lot of concerns about people doing Uber and people getting raped, basically, and that wasn't good, and I felt his concern. But I wanted to do something because I'm so used to having my independent that it would, it just it was really hard for me to be a homestay wife. It was so hard. Like, <laughs> I think up to today, sometimes I'm like, okay. Okay, I need to get out of the house. I need to go find something to do because I'm going to get crazy if I stay here. So I started doing over. It was a good motivation to get out of the house to all the kids because my kids were in school already. So I was like, oh, my God, I've been all this year when they were little at home with them. you know. And I'm grateful for them. I'm so grateful because other people doesn't have that chance. Other people doesn't have the ability for just one person to work and then the other one stay with the kids like back in the days. These days, both mom and dad mostly have to work and the kids will probably end up in childcare for the rest of the after school programs and all this stuff. So I, I am extremely grateful for that because I did want it to be a parent. Like I did want it to raise my kids when they were young at certain age you know but at a certain point when they started to go to school I was like okay I think I can go ahead now and start 
looking for something, but I couldn't find nothing that could match the time that I still wanted to be a mom. You know, I wanted to pick them up after school and just be a mom, cook and, and serve them food and do homework with them and not having to stay until 12 midnight to finish everything in the house. So I did Uber while they were at school and it was going pretty well. The story about the Uber is because I was looking for a podcast, something that was interesting and I came across uh, with On Purpose by Jay Shetty. I listened to an episode and I was driven by what he was saying. I started listening to his podcast from the beginning and to my surprise, it was just what I was needing. I was so much needing that. You, you know how they say like sometimes when you need the guidance, it will come at the right time. I feel like his guidance came right in the time when I was ready to listen. Because if it wouldn't come before, I don't think I wouldn't pay attention or really dedicated the time I needed to realize that there were things that I wanted to change. I wouldn't just probably like, oh yeah, he's he's very bright or he says really good things or I like his show, but wouldn't even attempt to make the changes. So Jay became the person who inspired me to change my life. I had an urge to find my purpose. I wanted more from life. I couldn't believe that this guy has inspired me more than going to church on Sunday. And I don't feel bad about saying that. Not at all. And I was finding balance. I started yoga and meditation. Well, let's not even talk about meditation. Let me tell you about meditation. This is not easy at all. Meditation is not easy. But I will dedicate meditation that whole episode because I am trying many different things and I'm writing all of them just for you guys because I feel like I am a regular person, so this you won't be hearing this review from some specialist or a PhD degree from Harvard or no, or the person who created the meditation who have 20 years of experience meditating. No, you'll be hearing this from a mother who struggles to find the time to do meditation, who tries to wake up early in the morning and it's a real struggle. This is what I'm talking about, real life situations when things are not easy peasy and there's no vanilla in that cake. So to cut it all, because we will talk about meditation in my next episodes. But I was finally understanding life, purpose, and many other things. You know, the world begins to change because I was looking at the world in a very different way. And that's powerful for me. I feel like I am finally awake. <laughs> and I know that's a famous word going on right now. Like a lot of people will go like, oh yeah, I heard that before. The awake. What's the whole awake thing about? I will explain that as well. Not in this episode because this episode was to do an introduction. That will be coming in my other episodes as well. Manifestation. We will be talking about manifestation. I have always manifested things in the past. The law of attraction was not new for me at all. So I will also be touching bases and manifestations and and the whole law of attraction. But, you know, I did want to say that 
oftentimes people are trying to change the world while they remain the same person. Have you noticed that? Like there's people who will be like, oh, yes, because I want everyone to start doing this and this and that. But when you go to see what they're doing, is it doesn't match. <laughs> it doesn't match. The point is they will go and preach to you all of these things. And when you turn around, they're doing the complete opposite thing. They'll be preaching you about God, how to change, how to do this, 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 this. And they turn around, they're party, drinking, they're fighting with their families. And you're like, what in the... I'm like, seriously, woman, like, don't come and talk to me. Or don't come and tell me all of this when you have a baggage in your back that you have not... Because I don't like to question people in their past. Everyone deserves an opportunity to change. That's a fact. So we don't question about your past. But if you're going to come and preach to me about the things that you would like me to do, you better be doing them right now. You better be giving an example because nobody want to be hearing from a priest saying that we should all be great and we all should be holy. And then when you turn around, the priest is like raping kids. I'm sorry, but that's going to be a no. So my point is that this is not my case. You know, I will be bringing every insight of my personal experience into this podcast. Every single thing that I try and what works and what doesn't work for me will be here. Honest, true, 100%. And this will only give you idea of changes that might work for you as well. I want you to look at this podcast as an experiment and review of spiritual changes, lifestyles, and maybe... I can do some good by sharing this with you. I know that if I wouldn't have found the inspiration that Jay gave me, I wouldn't even be close to what I am today on finding sense and purpose in my life. Jay teach me that a real gift is giving someone something they can't give themselves. So I would like to consider this a gift from me to you. Welcome to Mastering La Vida, my podcast. I hope that you guys can come back and listen and share. If you find that there is good in here and what I'm saying, then come back. Later on, I will be providing with all of the social media information. That way we can create more communication. You guys can give me feedback and let me know if there's anything that you think I should be working on. I would love to hear from you guys. Thank you everyone for listening to my first episode. I hope you guys enjoy it and I catch you guys the next time.